episode two? Uh, I think we're ready as we're ever Episode two of Kicking Around Names. That's the new name. That's the official name. You calling it? That's it. You doing it? Kicking Around Names. All right. All right. Now, I don't want to... I want to introduce ourselves because if this is the second episode and we're not just distributing this to people that we know and love, mm-hmm. someone else happens to stumble across it. Okay. My name is Frank. This is my wife of 14 years. Hilarious. Nine. Nine. Almost. Nine almost uh, years. And we just wanted to start a podcast. Yes. You work in an office all day doing glorious, fabulous, very important macho stuff. I'm... The Chandler being of this relationship, you have no concept of what it is I do, really. That is true. And I host a morning show yes. in Southwest Iowa. So Yes. Today, in the before in the first episode, I wanted to just irritate you. I thought the whole podcast should just be me irritating you because not only is it fun, it's something I'm very good at. You do have skills. You have skills in that. And I wanted to, I wanted to get away from that, but I stumbled across this... Uh-huh. Today, all right, and it was—it's one of those things that I think you are going to absolutely love. Ooh, because you hate it so much. Oh my, that's kind of okay. Terrible vintage marriage tips. This is going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. A 1922 guide for wives suggests that women should always be, quote, so clean as to able to stand inspection, even in complete nudity. Okay, who's inspecting these people in their nudeness? That's a great question. I imagine it would be their husband. Right. But wives should be so clean as to... Be able to pass inspection. Okay. One, you know my stance on cleanliness. I'm a shower every day. I'm a very clean person. Very. However, saying this as someone who literally sweat through two shirts yesterday because (laughs) we live in the devil's asshole that is Iowa right now, I I feel like I could pass this inspection. One, because generally I'm a clean person. And two, as I assume most wives in the 1920s, I give zero fucks. So if you're like, hey, I don't think this passes inspection, I'd be like, I don't feel like your standards are adequate and right. So go for it. Do whatever you got to do, as long as you don't disturb me. That is why you would be a spinster. You have way too much free thought and no, 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 no. sheer will that to last in the 1920s, the roaring 20s. Oh my God, I, I would have smelled my husband out. Like, I would have not showered out of spite. I would have like, come at me, bro. Like, that what you're doing do now? this, pretty much. <laughs> That's what the sweating through two shirts is happening. I, want, I, I do want to know that that is literally the first tip we came across, you and you are already oh, fired up. I'm irritated because, are you kidding me? Now, what about this husband's? Like, we'll do they that. get to do the we'll, same thing? Do we'll I get to get, inspect you and be like, get to I'm that. getting... We will get to that. Because can we talk about your feet smell? Like, can we talk about that? Like, because you're never passing inspection with your stank feet. It's because I work for a living. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Tip number two, vintage marriage advice. Wear lacy, roughly pink underwear. Every woman should wear the best quality underwear that she can afford the color should be preferably pink and laces and ruffles 
the attractiveness of underwear are to be liked by the average man. This is from a 1922 book. I have thoughts. One, evidently we're just fucking broke. Because... (laughs) I love how freely you swear with the microphone in front of you. Like, I have spent 18 years (laughs) practicing not to say words... Like that in front of my wife. <laughs> and you do it so, like when you do it, I get chilled and slightly turned on. Oh, well, luckily I have my pink lacy underwear on because. Perfect. And you passed inspection, so. Evidently. Oh, gosh. So what, why do you think we're broke? Because I can't afford pink ruffly underwear, so I just go with whatever. The best that we can afford. Right, which yeah. are just whatever fits and don't fall off my <laughs> whatever ass. Whatever fits. Alright, I read through these earlier because there's some that I thought that are just going to be the absolute best. And (laughs) this one, I thought, she's going to lose her loving mind. Mm -hmm. Don't learn too much about your lady bits. What? (laughs) Wait. A 1916 book suggests that women... Headed for marriage, which at that time was basically all women did, except for nuns, shouldn't know too much about their bodies because a detailed description of external organs might arouse curiosity that leads to exploration and irritation. (laughs) This is so much fun. Like, seriously? Here's my thoughts on it. I think one of us should know what the hell those parts do because... Right. Otherwise, it's just not fun for any of us. Well, and my second thought is everyone that was going to marriage except for nuns, well, they're married to God. We literally have the Bible, which is thousands of pages, that are less strenuous (laughs) rules than that fucking list. Like, I feel like God's like, hey, Shy, cool, you're fine. Like, I, God never told me to wear pink ruffly underwear. So I'm thinking this nun life sounds good because screw that. Yeah. This would be roughly the time women got the, ch- the right to vote. All right, so what? If, let's pass inspection. Uh, pink ruffly underwear. Pink ruffly underwear. Don't know too much about your lady bits. At first, I was getting even more wound up. Because when you said don't know too much, I thought you were just going to stop right there. And then my head was literally going to explode. <laughs> like, it was going to explode. If you're like, don't be too smart, then just They don't want you, because they don't want you to figure out that guys don't know what the hell we're doing. Right. Here's the next part. Don't expect your husband to be on time for dinner. Dinner's whenever the hell he walks in the door. One book from the 1950s told wives not to complain if their husband was late. Okay, I'm conflicted about this one. Because on this one, if he's the only one working, and he has to work very hard to provide, then I'll cut him some slack when it comes to supper time. Just as I would expect you to cut me some slack. If you're sitting at home and all the time, and I'm like, dude, I gotta work late because you won't get off your dead ass and work. I'm gonna get home whenever I can. I feel like this went from a hypothetical situation to just throwing <laughs> spears. But you know what I'm saying? So, like, I can understand. Understand that a little bit if you've made that arrangement. Yeah. Remember, 1950s wives, if your husband cheats, it's your fault. No, it doesn't say that. If you nag, he will cheat. If he cheats, it is your fault. Okay, no. If you clean too much, he will cheat. If you. 
1922 book said that upsetting the house in order uh, to keep it clean will drive a man from his house elsewhere. So to keep the house clean, but not too clean. And remember, cheating is always the wife's fault. No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's. Th this is just kind of a speed round here. If you're not having fun in bed, don't tell your husband. Instead of open, honest communication, one 1922 book counsels frigid women not bother telling their husband that, you know, they're not getting any pleasure out of boning in the bedroom. How did we get here from there is what I want to know. Because how did women in the 1920s not just burn it all to the ground? I think it was a society thing. I don't care. I think that they, this was the, the way it was, and gradually... I guess they weren't burned at the stake I, anymore. I'm going to say better. Yeah, seeing them with trials. And now, I mean, look, you come a long way, baby. But no, I would have legit got burnt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't keep a trap shut. <laughs> but thank goodness for those women that found... Oh, bless your hearts. Yes, I could have no, done it. Because it was... I'm sorry, but if I had to adhere to these rules, I would not be married or I would have burn it to the ground or you would be doing 50 years in san quentin for murdering a bunch of motherfuckers right probably oh i swore that felt weird did it, it did. how's it going oh. uh yeah no oh, i don't oh, i don't i don't know if i couldn't do it i mm. no wonder oh, oh one cardinal rule of marriage should never be forgotten give little give seldom and above all give grudgingly I don't even understand that. They're talking about boning. Say it again? Give little, give seldom, and above all, give grudgingly. So it's saying that women are supposed to not have sex very often? Because mm -hmm. that seems to go against what... I've been trying... No, that seems to go against the rest of the stuff. Like, they're saying if you aren't as giving as you want to be, your husband's going to cheat on you. But don't have sex with them too No, much. they never said that you're... He'll cheat on you. He, they said if your your house is too clean, like if you're trying to vacuum while he's trying to smoke his pipe and read the Sunday paper, he's just going to go get up and go bone Janet down the way. So they just want you to lay there like a dead fish. Oh, it's a dream. Uh, I'm so confused. <laughs> this is very contradictory. I, like I feel like I feel like we're in some that can't be accurate. Well, well uh, in an 1894 pamphlet. Brides were instructed to, quote, never let their husbands see their naked bodies. I thought they were supposed to be inspected. They need to be ready for inspection, not get inspected. Well, that's just stupid. It's like fire drills at school. Like, it's good to be prepared, but let's not hope it comes down to that. All right, well, then let's just say I'm prepared. <laughs> Come at me, man. I don't give a shit. Uh, don't talk too loudly. If you have oh, God, any so cheery that one. little anecdote to, to relate, tell it with quiet humor, and by and by, he will respond. Right, And also, remember, it is your job to maintain his ego. You do a very good job of that for me, by the way. Well, I mean, I like to think of it more as hot man situation. <laughs> <laughs> you are a very good hype man. Like, should be their spouse's hype man yeah but for that stance he needs to be picking her up and be like you know what you did great on inspection today honey right sweet butthole 
Oh. <laughs> I knew I was going to take it far. Oh, eventually. God. Too far. Yeah, I thought I... Yeah. That one grossed me out a little bit. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that one is important, but it needs to be going both ways. So I want the rules for the men now. Well, there's there's not really rules... And why not? For the men. Because this was the 1950s, 1920s, the So how 1890s. are there not rules? It doesn't matter. So women are not people then? This was the time where people, like... People of African-American descent could not drink at the same water fountain as these men. Well, this You're is... not going to have rules for being a husband. You should! Don't spend money on yourself. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah, that one... See, you follow that one too closely. I, wish I don't spend been... money on you guys either, though. That's true. You don't spend money. But if you're going to spend money, I mean, come on. Underwear. We can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy buying fruits and vegetables. All right, this is this is the one I wanted to get to, and oh then we'll go gosh. off on this uh, other tangent. One pamphlet published by Good Housekeeping. No, the Methodist Church. Oh no. We are Methodists, Don't by do the this way. To me, Methodist Church. In 1866, suggest, true, John Wesley suggested that brides only allow a maximum of two intimate experiences per week, and reduce that number as the marriage goes on oh now i'm kind of here for that <laughs> nine years we're down to like once every month direct eye contact that's all i get now i have so much more time for activities <laughs> <laughs> i just got six minutes a week of my life back <laughs> don't tell these good folks that we do it four times a week <laughs> That is ridiculous. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to scroll through here. Uh, don't wear red nail polish. Oh, I literally have real na- red nail polish on right now. All right, so this is the part I wanted to get to. There is a doctor in the 1930s named Dr. George Crane. Mm-hmm. He devised a rating system for husbands and wives. Husbands too. The husbands could right. be rated on this we're, as well. We're, uh, I'm, I'm getting back in. I wanted to search for a couple of these questions about the Dr. George Crane mm-hmm. wife. I'm Googling here. Wife wife test. Uh, I'm going to fail this. This would be like the first test I've failed in a long time. See, I found it and I couldn't print it off. They wanted me to register. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Is um, it on pop sugar again? Because then it's hard hitting news. No, it's unscribed. Oh, well, that sounds better than pop fucking sugar. Well, this whole thing we've been doing is a piece of clickbait I saw earlier today. Yeah, that does sound right. So, is this loads? How are, how are things with work? I mean, how? I don't know. I shouldn't. I gotta go get myself ready for inspection. I can't. I can't just. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so flabbergasted. Like, I just get so, like, okay, I read a thing the other day, though. It was about a husband and a wife, and she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. So they were fixing up kids, and and they were going to have twins, and she really wanted to stay home with them. And then they found out they were having twin boys, and she really wanted to stay home. And the husband was like, no. No. And she's like, I want to stay home. And he's like, no. And she's like, what is this deal? Like, I want to, you know, be, is it financial or something? He's like, no, we can afford it. It's not, you know. Because she's like... Calculating what I make versus the daycare for two kids, she's like, I'm literally going to be bringing home pennies. You know, she's like, so it's not really, from a financial standpoint, it doesn't give us any benefit for me to work. And she's like, so I was like, why are you dug in on this? And he's like, I'm raising two men. 
He's like, we are going to be raising two men, you know, two little boys, two men. He goes like, and I need them to understand and I need them to see you work. I need them to understand that we are equal partners in this, that you work just as hard for this household and for everything we have as I do, because they need to understand as men that their wives or the women or anyone that is around them is no different than them. That the household is ran equally by both and that it is important. And she's like, okay, that makes sense then. So that was why he was fighting against it because he's like, no, I, we, I need the example for our sons to understand that this isn't my house that you take care of. This, this is our home, that we both work hard, we both work for it, and that we're equal in this. And I thought that was kind of cool. That does make, yeah, I do like that. But if she wanted to stay home, he should have probably just said yes if she felt that adamantly about it. I'm pretty sure you can explain that to your sons. Mm, kids are dumb. Kids are dumb. Maybe it's just kids I've had a hand in creating. Well, it's the same thing like with, I, I know moms that are like, yeah, I don't let my daughter watch Barbie because it's a bad example. And I'm thinking, I totally let my kids watch Barbie because they see the non-makeup wearing career mom who, you know, works and does the bills and does all this kind of stuff. Like, yeah, fashion and makeup, sure. You need to get exposed to that because that's an option too. Not yeah. one that they get modeled at home. So I'm like... I, it's my job as a parent not to just say, this is my way is the way of doing it. Like, me and yours way is the only way of living our lives. Like, there's other options. These are women that are not like your mom, and that's okay. Listen, honey, uh, we don't have this shit figured out. Right. So, we're just kind of winging it. No, it's, absolutely hardcore. So, if you need to wing it, you know. Right, This is yeah. what we've done, and it's kind of working if you want to go that route. Exactly. You know, whatever. Like here, but... but here's some other options. All right, so I found the marital rating scale, the right. husband's charts. In computing okay. the score, check yep. the various items under demerits, mm -hmm. which fit the husband, and add the total. Each item counts one point unless specifically weighted, as in parentheses. Then okay. check the items under merits, which apply. Mm -hmm. Now subtract the demerits from the merit you score. You totally just lost it. Huh? Do you understand? That's what it says. Now uh, no, I'm saying... Yes, I understand. Oh, I was going to say, it's math. I figured you just... No, I've read this part. four times today just because I knew this was going to be brought up. Right, right. And it also said in there that you should let me mansplain one thing <laughs> a day. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sorry. You're so smart, honey. Thank you. I mean, that didn't sound sincere, and you will be demoted on your inspection yes. accordingly. So that's the result of the husband's score. Interpret the, uh, according to this table, 0 to 24, very poor. Okay. 25 to 41, poor. 42 to 58, average. 59 to 75, superior. Mm -hmm. 76 and above, very superior. Oh. So I don't know if you want to go through because it is 50, uh, yeah, 50 questions. Let me just look at it. Let me Here. just scan it. Uh, turns over paycheck to the wife or gives her an ample allowance. You earn a merit on that one because I handle all of our money. So yeah. due to direct deposit, you always turn your check over to me. And because gun to your head, you have no idea how much you make a year. Nope. I have three years worth of unopened pay stubs just sitting in my desk. Right, right, right. Um, you do get a demerit because you fail to come to the table promptly when the meal is ready. Son of a bitch. You are generally still fixing the meal because I don't cook. So you're not promptly at the table because you're still getting everything You're going to demerit me? Yeah. Because I... It's the rules here, friends. All right. I don't make them. I All just right. told them. We'll see how quick a great conversationalist. 
is a merit. <laughs> Jury's out on that one. Leaves the dresser drawers open to merit. Okay, I want you, before we go too snores, much further snores. in this. Demerit, 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 demerit. Before we get too far into this, a lot of my self-esteem has been quickly wrapped up into my overall <laughs> score. So, <laughs> tread lightly. Care okay. of my ego. A merit enjoys taking Wyth along with him wherever he goes. If you do, that's weird. Like, I am not pleasant all the time. You shouldn't want to take me everywhere you go. Like, you are my damn best friend. I know, but you don't, you need a minute. You want me going with Jim to, with you every morning? That would be amazing. Objects to wife's driving the auto. No, you're a way better driver than I right, am. Right, so you do not get a demerit on that one. Uh, angry if the newspaper is disarranged. Oh, sons of bitches. I know. That is a hot button. Talks of efficiency of his stenographer. Or other women. I talk efficiently of like Talks female. of efficiency. It's a demerit if you say, damn, my secretary's got her shit together. <laughs> okay. Demerit because you are a kind human being who recognizes talent in other people. Okay. Attends parent-teacher meetings. You totally do that. Demerit because I get in the way. Dislikes children. Demerit. Thank you. Oof. Surprises wife occasionally with candy flowers and gifts. You do a good job on that. Thank you. Uh, one time I got a hundred flowers at work. Literally a hundred flowers. I totally thought you would wreck the car. I hundred percent thought you'd wreck the oh, car. Oh no. It was uh, or the, bought a jet ski. The local grocery store had fifty cent roses. Is a careful <laughs> so I made it rain. Is a careful auto driver. Is a merit. Well, luckily you're not getting a demerit on that one, but you're not getting a merit. We'll just on leave that. that blank. Okay. Right. Uh, defers too much to mother or is a mama's boy is a demerit you're not a mama's boy you're fine oh, tries to keep wife equipped with modern labor saving devices literally you get a merit for buying a fucking washing machine <laughs> i was thinking of a vacuum what are these lights burning all over the house i don't do that don't look don't <gasps> a demerit look is Kisses wife right after her makeup has been applied. Oh. Like, are you kidding me? You would be kind of pissy if you spent a lot of time on your face and then I just walked in and laid one on you. I've never spent a lot of time on my face. So well, I, that's what I'm not, saying. Because I mean, you don't need to. You're gorgeous. But, so. <laughs> Literally, one of them is Are you a drug addict? Am I? It's a demerit. Just how many points, though? How many points am I demerited? That's no. Oh, disliking children. Is a five point demerit. Drug addict is a one point. <laughs> is a one point. <laughs> a chronic ailer or patent medicine addict is what it's called. See, this one says that you should let your husband smoke in church. On this one, it's a demerit or smokes in bed. Sorry, the church is on the other side. Oh. Uh, makes fun of wife's hats, clothes, cooking, or housekeeping. Demerit. Yeah, that's got to be like a 20 point scuff, right? No, it's like none. Basically, the extra point ones are, whew, if you use alcohol or ever get drunk. Getting drunk is a five-point demerit. Being addicted to oxy, <laughs> one point. <laughs> so, there's that. Yeah, but yeah, you, some guy on oxy is just going to pass out, isn't he? If you're hammered, you're going to walk and be like, all right, baby, let me inspect you. I don't know. Show me the b-hole. Uh, <laughs> so gross. I had to call it. 
All right. Yeah, that was a good callback, but it's still disgusting. Okay, you can... That's jacked. You can demerit me all you want. I'm sure it's the same crap. Oh, look at that. You scored perfect. Liar, liar. I, how do you even read that shit? Because uh, I don't have glasses like a 50s nerd like you do. Uh, slow coming to bed. Delays till husband is almost asleep. You go to bed at like, it's not even dark out and you're asleep. It, right now it is currently 914. Oh my gosh. And I'm too. fucking exhausted. Right. Uh, good hostess, even to unexpected guests. No, you I'm get not a, a good hostess to That it would be a merit. No. Guests. I don't even no. want people I know are coming to come to my house. Doesn't like children, five point demerit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Has meals on time, that's that's a merit. Fails to sew on buttons or, I want to say, does it say darn socks? Yeah. You darn socks? Is that pairing? Yeah. Oh, I've never heard it called darning. I've never heard it called no. darning. I've never heard it called pairing. And this is like an old no, typewriter font. No, not pairing. You're talking like, no, darning is socks. People used to sew their socks up. What? Like if their socks split, they would sew it up. Like they would fix, sew it and fix the sock. It's called How much did sock. socks cost in the 50s? God, I don't know. The That's, 30s when this well, was done. Well, you spend all your money on pink ruffled underwear. That's true. Your sock you gotta make cu- You got to make cuts. You got to make cuts. Uh, wears red nail polish. Demerit. Yep. Often late for appointments. Uh, That's a five-point demerit. Is that mine or oh, the children's? They, just uh, appointments. Ooh, yeah, that's trouble. Never goes to bed angry, always wakes up first. That's a five-point merit. You wake up at 3.30 in the fucking morning. <laughs> I'm not getting up. I'll take that demerit. Flirts I'll with that other back. men at parties or at restaurants. I don't even flirt with you That is parties. true. That is, you I would not get... I flirt with no one. And you... if someone tried to flirt with me, i just look at them. I'm like, I'm very confused and you need to go away. I'm married. I don't I know, even have I'm to say husband. that. I just look at him and I'm like, ugh. Is suspicious and jealous. Five point demerit. I feel like there's a lot more five point demerits on the wife's chart. Pretty much. Because we're not even off the first page and there's been 20 points demerits. Right. Well, I'm evidently get to the oxy and I should oh, be fine. There's a 10 point merit though. Mm. Religious, sends children to church or Sunday school and goes herself. I teach that shit. Boom. <laughs> There are a lot of demerits here. Uses right. slang or profanity. Bitches, <laughs> I'll take that one. <laughs> Smokes, drinks, gambles, or uses dope. Uh, <laughs> you are. You yes, are just, yes, yes, yes. And if I ever get to Colorado, yes. You are straight dope. Uh, reminds her husband it's uh, her money they're living on. I don't ever tell you that. You no, but you can see it in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Tells risque or vulgar stories. Yes, those these are the best the stories. Are, that's are all, a merit, right? The, those, those are these are no, all this the is, merits. Those, those are, are all merits. merits. Those are the things that make a fine wife. Frequently, frequently exceeds her allowance or family budget. Five point demerit. These are I've just been reading off the demerits that are worth more than one. Okay, no, but those are all things. Quick side note: Can you imagine fucking Amazon Prime in the 1930s with all these can't work m- wives at home? Buying into a stereotype, my friend. Well, I mean, the, the, the big Buying thing was... Buying into a stereotype. I'll buy into it. I'll Amazon Prime that stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> Faithful and true to husband, 10-point merit. Mm-hmm. I don't have energy for anyone else. Reacts with pleasure and delight to marital congress. Oh my god. <laughs> Let me read that again. <laughs> This is a 10-point merit. Okay, wait a minute. This is worth 10 points. You know what that means, but you don't know what darning a sock is. 
Hashtag priorities. Evidently. Reacts with pleasure and delight. Next time we do it, I'm going to be like, oh, that was delightful. You know what? And you're feeding my ego. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, that was an unfortunate side effect. <laughs> that was me eating up the ego feed. Not... Oh. What were you thinking? I don't know. Oh, it you just... were thinking of Congress of the Crow, oh, which is stop. Kama Sutra for going downtown. Stop. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can just No, I'm no. very uncomfortable right now. Okay. That should be the name of it. <laughs> So that's there's plenty more. I won't go through them, but uh, I will put them on the link on our SoundCloud page. I like. Can we edit some of that? <laughs> oh out? no, this like, is where it was super inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll fix it up. I'll pretend that that right. your but mom is this. Fuck in there, please. Like, don't edit that. The very first edit I was gonna make was the very first swear I did. Because I, I felt really uncomfortable. I wasn't convincing with my motherfucker. Oh. Even that one felt bad. Yeah, no, it's contrived. You feel like, it, you sound like like a 10-year-old yeah. that's like dropping it for the first time. Yeah, like my parents aren't home. Right. Yeah. Fuck them fuckers. Right. So, yeah. All that yeah. will be edited out. You gotta put it on and wear it like a coat. <laughs> just a big old fluffy swear coat. Just, just living it oh, for a minute. Look at all these profane words I murdered and had my wife sew into a coat. Exactly. You're going to wear it like a badge of honor. It's got pockets. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb.